Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. I am an overcomer. I am very passionate about helping others to achieve an abundant life fueled by spiritual principles and emotional balance. In this podcast series, we delve into spiritual self-care. Yes, we will explore exercising our minds and bodies, but more importantly, we will discuss strengthening our inner being, embracing God's love, and being filled by the fullness of God. As you take this journey with us, we want to inspire possessing your authentic selves and happiness. Welcome home. We're going to jump right into our podcast episode for today. All right. I have a question for you. During 2020, did you have moments where you thought you could not take it anymore? Did it lead to you shutting down and turning yourself off? I know many times I mentioned that I needed to turn off the news. Because I thought that, woo, things couldn't get any more crazy and I needed a time out. Unfortunately, though, we all know sometimes it did get more crazy. What an intense 2020. As we move forward to 2021, do you feel like a part of you never returned? Do you feel like a part of you is still shut down from all that we have endured as a people? If you said yes, please note that you're not the only one. During painful times, it is so easy to go inward to try to protect ourselves from more harm, more hurt, more pain. As we move forward in 2021, I want you to be able to dream once more to be inspired to live an abundant life. Yes, you guys, we are in the abundant life business. As I shared during last week's podcast, we are highlighting our Moving Beyond Emotional Hurt course. Yes, it's some great information there. It has helped me in my journey. And in that, I said, you know what? Let me share some of that wealth. So please go check it out. It's free, of course. One of the audio lessons that we have in the course delves into understanding why we shut down. We know that usually shut down or shutting down means that we're we're trying to avoid more pain, as I discussed previously. But what are some of the consequences that occur Will we remain in a shutdown state? Yes. Up next is a highlight from the course audio, which, of course, is taken directly from our podcast. Listen carefully, then stay tuned for some tools and tips for overcoming shutting down. We wanted to know How do women respond when people or life experiences hurt us? We invited women to answer this question. 
Do you want to know what the number one answer is? Well, the number one answer is to shut down. What does it mean to shut down? I'm going to tell you. The short answer is that we stop engaging in life while avoiding the person or people that hurt us or had a conflict with. As I stated before, this was the number one answer. We do this so commonly. You're not the only one. But why do we do it? We are attempting to protect ourselves from being hurt again. And as I share this, I want to share about my own experience in this area. When I was younger, like I always knew that I would serve God in some capacity. I had many dreams and many moments that those dreams were shattered. When they were shattered, I felt unfulfilled. And my next immediate response was, I shut down. Why? Because I thought that I wasn't useful or needed from God. Because the thing is, is that we experience disappointments and pains in many, any areas of our lives. It could be high as in the sense of my best friend don't mess with me and I'm tired. It can be low as, you know what, I just woke up this morning. I just want feeling right. So all these different experiences equate to us having an emotional response to prohibit us from keep moving forward. I lost being connected with others and bringing glory to God. Instead, I said, you know what, I'm just going to go home and I'm just going to be with him alone. In that, I didn't realize that I began to isolate myself from my church community. Now, as I stated before, we all have different experiences. This may be like, mm, that wasn't too deep for me. Hey, rejection happens. And that was definitely a moment where I felt rejected. But in that hurt, let's recap with the actions that are involved with shutting down. We, I, avoided social or church events to avert dealing with the person, the church leaders, the conflict. Others, you guys, you may stop doing things that bring you joy, like exercising, meetup groups, and just even just being able to laugh. Sometimes we just need that. We may stop participating in our church community altogether. We may stop reading our Bibles or praying or like what I did, read more, pray more frequently, but decide that the church is not necessary. God alone is enough, which he is. I want you guys to see that we're not the only ones who experience a moment of shutting down. Another great example of someone who shut down and actually in the Bible, which you may not have realized or paid attention to, is Elijah. Elijah, out of fear, shut down and fled. If you don't know much about Elijah, I'm going to try and give you a quick re recap. Hopefully it won't be too long. But in 1 Kings 19, talks about Elijah 
fleeing from Jezebel. He traveled away from the place that God had called him to serve. He had enough and wanted to die. I want to highlight a couple of things about Elijah in this moment. Clearly, he was shutting down. He was depressed. He stopped being in his role as a prophet. He disengaged. He took comfort in sleeping. Spiritually, he told God he had enough. In this moment, he believed Jezebel over God's sovereignty in his life. Elijah's response represents shutting down emotionally and spiritually. The story continues, though. I want us to look at God's response to Elijah during his shutdown period. I hope you enjoyed this highlight. Now remember that this is just a highlight. I only played two of the five actions involved in shutting down. I also stopped before we heard from God. Please go to ahealingpeace.com and on the main page in that wonderful image of me, there's a link that says Renewal Course. Click it. Spend time this week listening to the full audio, pick up the companion workbook, and begin your reflection time by praying and journaling. The workbook provides great prompts for your self-discovery in this area. Now, as I said in the beginning, I like to provide some practical techniques for moving beyond our shutting down phase. The first one <laughs> I chuckle a little bit. I'm pretty sure you know this coming. Because I am a Jesus lover, I cannot help myself but to say that the first tip is to spend time reading the Bible about those who shut down or wanted to shut down but push through. When you go back and listen to the full audio about Elijah, I want you to pay close attention to how God responded to Elijah during that time. This is so important. And I stress it. I stress it because in those moments where we want to shut down, it is so easy to think that God is mad at us, maybe. Or that God does not want to be bothered with us. Or that God does not have anything good for us. Yes, I have to admit, my mind and my emotions, ooh, they can pull us inward. But again, I stress, see how God loves Elijah and pulls him through shutting down. Also, I want you to stop there. I would like you to spend time reading Matthew 26, verses 36 through 46. This is the time where Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane. And while he's there, you will notice that he wanted to shut down before going to the cross. Life was unbearable. He knew what was going to come. He was distressed. He was depressed. He was praying. He was crying. He was, yeah, a lot was going on. Can I say our 2020? But as you are reading, I want you to pay close attention to how did God pull him through to get him to the place where he went to the cross. 
not only how God pulled him through, but what did Jesus do to get rejuvenated and resolved to keep going? I want you to look at it. And it may not, in my mind, I think it's obvious. But, and you know, I'll be honest, I'm really tempted to give you an answer. Because I can't help myself because I love talking about Jesus. But I would love for you guys to go spend that time to dig a little bit deeper. And in that process, spending time asking God for the answers. And when we seek him that way, oh, he loves it. Yes, he does. And you know what he does? He answers and he strengthens us in the process. So I would love for you guys to have that time with him. So tip number one is simply find those in God's word who has pushed through and notice what they did to get through it while paying attention to who God is for them during those moments. And I'm going to throw out another person you can look up. Look up David. He's someone else who had to push through some crazy moments. You have a list there. You got Jesus, you got David, you got Elijah. There's great stories in the Bible where you see individuals pushing through. Tip number two, get your gratitude list going. Mm-hmm. When drama is happening, it is so hard to see God's goodness and blessings. We are unable to see him. And in the process of not being able to see him, we remain fixated on our problems. I say, I was on this journey last year. I ain't gonna lie. I was so stuck on how I thought things should work out that I was always overlooking God's miracles and guidance. God was like, girl, come here. I got you. I got you. And I'm certain that he was not only saying this to me, but to you as well. I'll say it proudly. God got you. God got us. Anyways, on your list, it may read, uh, hey, my lights got cut off this week and it's been hard. But, here's that but, but at least I have candles and matches to get me through the night. I'll tell you guys, this actually happened to me last week. The power went out for a while. I didn't have any power, but luckily I had matches and candles. And luckily, I'll tell you, it was time for me to take a shower. I was prolonging it all day. But by the time I got in there, even though I had no heat, even though I didn't have anything to heat the water tank, it was still hot enough so a sister can smell pretty rosy. And in that moment, I was like, thank you, God. Because even though it was an inconvenience, like I really would like to have light, been on the Internet doing X, Y, and Z. But despite that being an issue, my needs were being met. And I remember being on the phone with my mom and I was like, man, the power went out. But luckily I had eight before the power went out because, again, my power, my Gas, or sorry, my stove is electric, not gas. So I wouldn't have been able to eat. But even then, the Lord was providing his timing was perfect. I say all that, and you may have other stories in terms of not having heat, but out of some odd time, the weather ends up warming up so that you're not freezing to death. 
or I wasn't able to have all the meals that I needed, but someone who was being kind to me brought me things to eat. As you're writing those things, even though those times are difficult, there's moments in those times where God is like, hey, I got you. Unfortunately, when we're not in tune, we can overlook his provision. This also goes to, because I know I was doing this last year, too, with complaining about my job. And we know that in this season, because people were not able to come back to work, that usually those who did stay ended up getting more work on them than with the reduced staff. And you're like, oh, I'm tired. Again, I'm still employed. I'm able to meet my financial obligations. It may not be the best circumstance and it may be driving me crazy, but at the end of the day, I'm able to take care of my financial obligations. <sighs> God got me. Okay, your turn. Get your gratitude list going. And your gratitude list doesn't have to be this intense. These are just some intense things because I know hearing people of the things that they have lost and had to endure over this season. There's some of us who still been able to plug away, not so difficult, but because of the emotional intensity from things that we're doing with, you know, children being home with their parents, with just adjusting to our lifestyle, there's a lot there in the midst of that. It can pull us inward and keep us in a place where we don't want to move forward because we're just tired, which I get because it's been an emotional season. Okay, and I keep saying okay every time I'm trying to tell you something else because I contend just to overtalk. But tip number three, find those who push through shutting down. Woo, this is an important one. Over the weekend, I watched an incredible movie. It's called One Night in Miami. What a great movie. One of the elements that impacted me the most was seeing men who had dreams and moved towards living them out. They went against the odds to become individuals who used their talents to make a mark in our society. And I tell you, I was so inspired. There's moments where I cried and I get a little sentimental. I teared up because I saw the resilience in their character and who they were. I, I saw how they they knew and they held on to something that allowed them to keep moving forward. And that they never gave up and they pushed through, even in the midst of all the criticisms. And I know I, I left the movie feeling inspired and, and ready to take on my new challenges. Yes, you guys, life at times serves us disasters. A disaster after another, crazy after crazy. Unfortunately, it's life. There's nothing wrong in taking a time out from cray cray. Yeah, sometimes we just need to say, can I get my time out? But after the time out, it is time to rise again. Go ahead, pick up your head and rise again. God does not want us to stay in a place where we're not being our authentic selves, where we are 
holding on to that hurt and that discomfort to the point that we can't breathe anymore. He doesn't want that for us. He wants us to be able to have healthy relationships, connect with the right people, get rid of this stuff, and really giving it back to him so that he can heal our wounds. I end with you guys. I know 2020 has been crazy, but 2021 can be anything that you make it. And one of the areas that I would love for you to embrace and grow is taking back your life and living an abundant, full life. As I say all this, please don't forget, go check out our Moving Beyond Emotional Heart course. Spend time delving into healing in the areas that want to keep you from living your abundant life. Come back next week. We have more to share and inspire with.